Welcome to MSQ 1.01, an introduction to consumer service. I'm Rabari, Chief of Security Operations at Loss Prevention Headquarters in the Matifta of Ottawa, and I'll be your guide as we generally learn consumer service and begin to specialize in member service. This podcast tightly focuses on two ideas, one, course goals, and two, service and marketing. To begin, let's first consider why a member service qualification is even necessary. The print version of this part of the podcast is found in the Course Goals tab on the Immediate Responder page. Consumer service is an opportunity for an organization, a corporation, or a business firm to connect with customers, solve problems, and show they care. Well executed after sale service impresses consumers. Impressed consumers return to be further impressed. They might be impressed by the goods they purchase, but is that enough reason for them to return? Probably not. What brings them back is the people they deal with. Service is a very important marketing principle. Our service learners are strongly grounded in the idea of 5P marketing, which emphasizes the difference between attraction what we call public image, and promotion, what we call public relations. Service experiences are what stick with consumers. Service inspires confidence, and confident consumers become advocates. They inspire others. This is true generally, but it is especially true of community-based organizations, which this course focuses on. When we begin to define service, we will learn two service concepts. Concept one is what service does, and concept two is what service is. Module one's principal purpose is to consider what service does. Let's conclude this section with some decisions about concept two. Decision one, service is an expectation. Decision two, Good news travels at the speed of sound. Bad news travels at the speed of light. The speed of sound is about 1,000 feet per second. Happy members advocating for the community, they reach a speed of about 720 miles per hour, and that's pretty fast. But it's not nearly as fast as the sound of bad news. It's about one million times faster, a number so large that it's meaningless. Member service qualification is an opportunity for your organization to connect with your membership. In MSQ1, your learners will be introduced to consumer service, learn the importance of reputation and how it can be lost quickly, learn to apply marketing by walking around, and acquire strong grasp of basic marketing principles. We've probably all heard the phrase sales and marketing. We're going to consider marketing a little here. We're not going to consider sales at all. And mostly, we're going to consider service. This is a section on service and marketing rather than sales and marketing. 
go to the Module 1 tab on the Immediate Responder page for a print version of this podcast. Now, we're going to define service in this podcast, and to do that, we're going to address five important areas. Who are customers and who are members? Presence. What consumer service means? Professional qualities in consumer service, and something slightly different, consumer service qualities. Tier 1 Member Service Qualification, MSQ, is an introduction to member service. Tier 1 MSQ initially describes the concept of consumer service and the CS workplace. How member service differs from CS will become apparent in this module, which provides skills important when forming appropriate professional attitudes, creating strong first impressions, superb communications orally and in writing, and learning service needs and wants are the essence of this module. The outcomes that we're interested in are as follows. You will successfully complete Module 1 when you are able to describe the consumer service workplace. Define how member service and the member service workplace differs from consumer service, if at all. Illustrate the professional attitudes a member service officer is expected to display. Understand service needs and wants. And finally, identify oral and written communication tactics and when each is appropriate. Let's begin by defining service. What is service? Answering this requires you to master two concepts. Previously introduced, concept one, service, is doing. Doing service occurs when routine maintenance or repair work is performed. This type of service is the act of assisting someone. Concept two, service is being. Being of service occurs when society broadly accepts a social need must be fulfilled by forming an organization of some type. In the private sector, restaurants and inns describe this idea. In the public sector, hospitals and health services and ambulances and so on. This type of service is the fact of assisting someone. Neither of these definitions considers the difference between commodities and service. See the Image 1 tab on the immediate responder page. Defining service also defines an important difference between two types of consumer. A customer purchases service at the same time money is exchanged for a commodity. A member funds an organization at the same time money is exchanged for services. The most fundamental way to define marketing is the efficient distribution of goods and services. But service is not tangible. It cannot be manufactured, transported, or warehoused. How then do you distribute service? Through satisfaction. The customer or the member should take pleasure from the transaction. A happy customer is a returning customer. Let's look more closely at customers 
and see if there's any real difference between customers and members. This is the notion of consumers. It's a basic term. Consumers in this course are men and women who purchase goods and services. Consumers want to be looked after. They want someone to take care of them and they want to feel satisfied. They paid for a service or a product to receive a tangible benefit in return. Consumers have questions, most especially in a technology-crazed economy, and they need someone to explain what they don't understand or can't. Here is the most basic difference between a commodity and a service. Service is a process. Commodities are a type of output called production. I want to define also a couple of other terms here. Customers are individuals who have the habit of purchasing commodities from particular retail channels. Buyers are individuals who have the habit of purchasing commodities from particular wholesale channels. Clients are individuals who have the habit of purchasing services from particular professional firms or agencies. Members are individuals who have joined a community-based organization formed to provide some particular service. Service often occurs because flaws are a natural and recurring side effect of production. Flaws are a type of output. Flaws are common. See the Image 2 tab on the Immediate Responder page for a simple systems model diagram. Now such diagrams can be much more complex and this one will do for our purpose to show the basic relationships that distribution imposes on consumers and producers. The service process ideally leads us to a type of output called resolution. The resolution is subject to feedback and additional service may result. Service relies on only one capability. The aptitude for listening, reality checking and perception checking are the most important tools a service professional has. Perception checking occurs when you politely ask questions to fully understand the reason for service. Reality checking occurs when someone brings a flaw to your attention. Is the complaint credible? Do not, do not, do not confuse credible with ridiculous. A ridiculous complaint should only ever be treated as credible until you know otherwise. This brings us to the topic of presence. Service is first defined inside an organization. How the organization treats its staff, whether paid or volunteer, is a fair indication of how it treats its consumers. The star performers always have other options. They are the first to leave when an employer treats staff poorly. And the ones who stay? This guarantees they are employed, not that they are motivated. An organization is in trouble when staff can't or won't go the extra distance to help a consumer. Friendliness and service is promoted within every organization that provides good service. Friendliness and service define presence. 
Now, what do we mean by friendly? The customer is always right. That's a phrase we've all grown up with. But the customer is always right does not mean the customer is always correct. You can only know this when the relationship between the consumer and the retailer, the producer, the professional stresses proper communications. That's why you use reality checks and perception checks. When the customer is incorrect, every plea for service is a discovery opportunity. Finding undeclared or unknown consumer needs is the most important principle of concept one, service doing. A few pertinent questions asked confidently and while assuring an irate consumer may find ways a fraught relationship can be calmed. The service professional knows this and knows how to politely ask the questions that can serve to resolve the issue. The ability to communicate and to relate takes time, but it should not take effort. Being present for your consumers is by far your most important duty. Contact management is the first fact of presence. Service occurs when a consumer feels her issue or issues goes from burned to learned to turned. Burned, the flaw occurs. Learned, the producer knows a flaw needs resolution and turned, the flaw is resolved. Consumer service requires contact with the consumer and that requires management. Contact management assumes producers or professionals want a relationship with their consumers. The relationship between these producers or professionals, the relationship these producers or professionals establish means that consumer needs are identified and when all possible met. When we talk about producers, we mean people who manufacture commodities for distribution. When we talk about professionals, we mean individuals who are compensated for what they know. We're going to be talking about them more in a moment. Now let's address professional qualities in consumer service. Consumer service emphasizes what the consumer wants. Consumers constantly assess their service experience. They grade their suppliers during each transaction, which the producer rarely knows. Consumers seek to have five basic needs met during each transaction. Friendliness, empathy, fairness, control, and information. The most basic service tool is merely being courteous and polite during every communication. That's friendliness. The consumer needs to know that the service professional appreciates their wants and circumstances. That's empathy. The consumer wants to appreciate the adequate attention and reasonable answers they receive. That's fairness. The consumer wants to influence the outcome of every service call by providing appropriate input to the service provider. That's control. And finally, consumers want information pertinent to their needs, which are always time sensitive. It is very important for service staff to have information about their product or service. I don't know is a reasonable answer when it is accompanied by a commitment to find out more. It's not my department is never 
an acceptable answer. It suggests a hostile or poorly resourced service employee. Customers want information and they need to respect and trust the person who is supposed to have that information. We're going to make a few concluding remarks here under the topic of service qualities. And the first thing you need to know about service qualities is the service equation. It's very simple. Service equals accountability plus delivery. What do you mean by accountability? Service staff must be empowered to satisfy customers. And it's at this point that member service begins to differ from consumer service. The resolutions a consumer service professional provides are limited in two or possibly three ways. They're limited by corporate policies. They are often limited by distributors or suppliers, and they are sometimes limited by law. Member service officers are not constrained the same way. Every member service officer is empowered by a collection of standing orders provided by his or her community. Member service officers are not constrained the same way. Every member service officer is empowered by a collection of standing orders provided by his or her community. Delivery. Service delivery is an expectation by the consumer. Consumer service and member service do not differ in this respect. Where they work differs though, and this fact means consumer service workers will encounter different service issues or they will encounter service issues that present differently than member service officers. Let's talk about delivery now. Service delivery is an expectation by the consumer. Consumer service and member service do not differ in this respect. Where they work differs though, and this fact means consumer service workers will encounter service issues differently than member service officers. The typical CS worker today works in a call center and so it's thus appreciated that the best customer service professionals are also retail marketers. Member service officers probably provide a visible presence in a building, even on a campus. They are quite similar to retail marketers in this respect. Member service, therefore, is probably a retail experience. It might take place by phone or online in some instances, but the most meaningful member service experiences will likely take place in a building in which a dedicated group or groups gathers regularly. We need to encounter professional attitudes also with respect to service delivery. Service delivery assumes that certain professional attitudes will develop. Service professionals must first like people and then they must enjoy helping people. Service is a chaotic process. A service worker never knows what service she or he is expected to deliver. Resolutions will take time. The people seeking resolutions want the issue resolved immediately. Tension is inevitable. Every service worker, therefore, must seek to understand before they are understood. The ability to listen is the most important professional skill anyone can cultivate. We have two ears and one mouth, so we can listen twice as much as we speak. What a consumer wants, as opposed to what she or he needs, is never easy to ascertain. 
people seeking service may thwart the solution they seek through their own unreasonable behavior or expectations. This brings us to the idea of communicating. Call center experiences are anonymous. I can speak to Judith, but I can't see her. I'm not aware of what she's doing. It's hard to build a relationship with only a voice. If she's professional, Judith will listen a lot and then write a lot. If Judith isn't professional, there's nothing I can do about it. Retail experiences aren't ever anonymous. I can speak to Benji and I can see him. I have a problem, he has a solution, we are each aware of the other and a relationship builds. If he's professional, Benji will listen a lot and speak a little. He may also take notes. Let's end with a few concluding remarks. We've covered a lot of ground here. We have broadly defined service and considered how customers and members differ. We have considered also what effect presence has on member service, the professional qualities member service officers bring to their role, and the tremendous importance of both understanding and communicating with members who are sometimes correct and sometimes not, but they are never wrong. This sets us up for module two. You will successfully complete module two when you're able to act professionally, even under pressing circumstances, describe ways to deal with challenging customers and identify tactics for dealing with culturally diverse customers. I'm Rebari, and I want to thank you very much for the time and the attention you show me during this podcast. Have a grand day sharing your own special talent.